This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Becky All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski here with you. Aaron is off today. And coming up in about 20 minutes, we will go to the stat leaders markets to see where we can find value. But now it is Power Rankings Day. And no frills to this one. Just the top five teams in the NFL right now. Joe thinks I still have the Cowboys at number one, uh, but he is incorrect. Uh, But maybe they are still hovering around the top five. We'll find out in just a bit. Uh, But Joe, how about you uh, kick things off? Uh, Who do you have in your top five in your power? Hovering? Hovering? There is no doubt. They are a minus 500 favorite to be in the top three. We'll see uh, if that is accurate. Uh, Let's start it out of kiosk. (laughs) Yes. Uh, We'll start at uh, number one overall because there's no suspense, guys. So we're going to work our way down one through five. Uh, We have to start with San Francisco. Everybody's going to have San Francisco. Any uh, odds maker you talk to, anybody making numbers, if they have any common sense, it's San Francisco. Look at the point spread this week against Baltimore. I mean, that just tells you right then and there. A lot of people are going to have uh, the Ravens at number two or number three and look at the point spread. The Niners are four to five points better than any team. Doesn't mean they're going to win the Super Bowl, but right now, based on the resume that they've built up this regular season, they're number one uh, far and away. So makes perfect sense to start with San Francisco. Number two, little bit of debate, but I ended up going with, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, so yeah, here we go. One against two coming up in week number 16. I have the Ravens as the most balanced team. And I am concerned about the injuries that are happening to uh, some of the contributors that they have on offense. Not the deepest offense, but it's a great start with Lamar. And after losing Andrews and now Mitchell, who brought a, some explosion to that offense, like, I wonder moving forward if it's really going to impact them. I never know in the run game where they're going to go. And and that's good for them. They have multiple options there. But uh, while I am concerned, Lamar just lifts everybody up. Strong offense, strong defense, strong coaching staff. So it's hard to find a weakness with the Ravens. I mean, they have a probably top three, top four offense and probably a top two, top three uh, defense. So went with the Ravens at number two. I put the Bills at three. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. I did. I decided Uh-oh. to do it. And maybe we are going a little bit too far with the whole Bills are the hottest team in the league thing because it is a two-game winning streak. In their last eight, they are four and four. And I'm not trying to make excuses, but as you go through it, you're like, okay, that was the crazy way to start the season with the special teams touchdown ended after the Rodgers interview on nine injury on 9-11. Uh, in New York, and you know, you had that. You had a London game, and I believe that was a, that was the second game, right when the Jaguars were there. Uh, that was That's a right. tough spot. Um, that yep. was a difficult game. Uh, the Philly game, they lose in overtime, thirty-seven, thirty-four. It all counts, but right now, you trust that offense as much as 
any offense in the league. And when you have Josh Allen, like, okay, you don't have to sell me too hard. If you listen to the show regularly, you know I, how high I am on the Bills. So I put the Bills number three. So 49ers, Ravens, Bills. And then 4-5 was really close. It was splitting hairs, flip a coin, whatever. And I landed on the Chiefs at number four. It was kind of overlooked that the Chiefs put up 27 points against a very good defense in New England. Like, all of the Patriots' issues are about the offense, not the defense this year. And they rank highly in a lot of key metrics. And, you know, you look at how their schedule is going to wrap with Vegas, Cincinnati, uh, L.A. Chargers. Chiefs just might be 12-5 and and might not be a big concern once we get to the end of the season. So... It's going to be interesting. They're going to be in the mix for the bye. We'll see because Baltimore has uh, some challenges in this final stretch. So I went with the Chiefs uh, because of Mahomes. Um, And the coin flip was against uh, the Dallas Cowboys. So, yeah, I put the Cowboys at five. Could have easily been number four. Uh, Listen, hey, man, I know you think I'm killing the Cowboys. I've been right there with you on Dallas all season long. I've been very high on Dallas. Both of us had them winning that division. I don't know that that's going to that's gonna hit. Uh, Lamb has not done much lately. He's had less than 72 yards in four of his last five games. They have a losing record on the road, but still, I mean, offensively, you, you've got to trust them. I have concerns lately on the defensive side of the ball. And it, it was close, but you're going to have your opportunity to get in there. Miami, show me you belong. It was close with Miami, but I just couldn't do it. They're going to have a, three opportunities to prove that they belong in the top five. So my top five is the Niners, Ravens, Bills, Chiefs, and Cowboys. Isn't it amazing that we are 15 weeks into the regular season, and yet if we were to get into a time machine and look at, mm-hmm. say, our top five, I don't think it would look that differently from what we have, right? Like this is from week one, you know, drastically. Yeah. From week one to now, I don't think there are just a ton of changes. Like the chiefs obviously fall from say one to four 49ers made a bit of a run. All that stuff is fine, but I don't think it's drastically different than say what we were dealing with before. Right. It's probably the same five. You're maneuvering some teams from week to week based on what, what we've seen recently I'm trying mm-hmm. to think, is there a team that was top five that isn't now? Eagles. Probably Philly. Yeah. And I that, can't that's think probably of the only one that's dropped out. And even then, like, had they beaten Seattle on Monday, maybe they have the five spot over the Cowboys. And if mm-hmm. that's the case, then it really is just a shuffling exercise more than anything else. Yep. No, I agree with that. That's that's <laughs> because of the Bills, too. For much of right. the year, they, they dropped out, and we'll see if uh, you agree. If and now they're back. back in. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I wanted to showcase a little holiday spirit uh, with my power rankings. And so what I have done is I am pairing these teams with the best Christmas songs of all time. So let's oh see God. how this goes. Number one, the 49ers, The White Christmas by Bing Crosby Goat. 
Brock Purdy may be a system quarterback, but that system has led to greatness and great stats at his position. You pair that with an exceptional rushing attack to where not only is Christian McCaffrey getting us to care about running backs again, which is saying a lot, uh, but he has 100 more yards after contact than anyone else in football. So the greatest running back, the greatest quarterback performance, maybe not the greatest quarterback, but the greatest quarterback performance right now, how can you not have the 49ers in the top spot? At number two, I also have the Baltimore Ravens, the I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, but only specifically by Jackson five slot. Having Lamar Jackson who can create without Mark Andrews or a completely healthy offensive line, that is one thing, but a defense best equipped to handle today's offenses, that is another, and this is important. It's not just having a good defense. There are plenty of good defenses out there, but this one is specifically designed to take care of the best offenses in the NFL. The Ravens have the third highest defensive success rate against teams that use pre-snap motion. Think of the best teams that use pre-snap motion. The 49ers, the Dolphins should come to mind. This defense has the third highest uh, success rate against them, trailing only the Browns and the Saints. So this to me says that the Ravens can contend with anybody. Number three, the Buffalo Bills. The last Christmas by wham spot i have them at number three as well josh allen has always played well but since joe brady has took over as offensive coordinator in week 11 the bills have the third highest success rate on run plays the second most first downs over expected on run plays if james cook and company get a lead they will be mighty mighty tough to stop those games may get decided in the first quarter so remember that when it comes to live betting and look bill's defense have also done enough to contain a great passing attack in the Cowboys and to an extent, a pretty good passing attack in the Chiefs. And the Bills may simply be enjoying positive regression, so come along for the ride. Number four, I also have the Kansas City Chiefs, the O'Tannenbaum for spot. <laughs> so much for looking dysfunctional in a loss. They covered the number against the Patriots, so it's worth some accolades. And look, we respect Pat Mahomes. He's the best quarterback right now. And look, one thing that he does really, really well is that he doesn't get sacked. And that matters a great deal because when it comes to, say, fumbles and drive sputtering and all of that stuff, as long as you're avoiding sacks, then at least it gives your offense a chance. And look, that offensive line is certainly helping the cause. Mahomes has suffered four unblocked sacks this season. That's tied for the fewest in the NFL. And on extended plays, he's only been taken down once. Protecting the ball, keeping plays alive has made him special, and he's continuing to show us that despite all of the problems that the Chiefs have at the wide receiver position. And then finally, at number five, the Dallas Cowboys. Joe and I have exactly the same list. Both of us have the Cowboys at number five, the Feliz Navidad spot. Look, it was a bad loss Sunday, but Dak Prescott still leading all quarterbacks in big-time throw rate. And he enjoys, and he enjoys the third lowest turnover worthy play rate, both for PFF. Micah Parsons can still win defensive player of the year. Rest of the secondary, a lot of duct tape on it, but it is still more than serviceable enough to repair those key deficiencies. They can win their last three and take this division. So just like Joe, 49ers, Ravens, Bills, Chiefs, Cowboys. And then at the bottom of this list, the Carolina Panthers or the baby it's cold outside slot. Do you, does that mean you hate that song? 
It's the worst song of all time. This holiday. no, it, it is, is a not song. the worst of all it's time. Terrible. It's a little problematic, Joe. It's a little That's, problematic recently. Yeah, Joe would like that song. Yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, everybody's been canceled. I know it's all over. Uh, get I worst song of all time is a little strong, but I I am surprised that uh, okay. Once you got to the Bills at three, I'm like, we have the same list. Because there was no way you were leaving Pat Mahomes outside the top five. And there was no way yeah. you were leaving the Dallas Cowboys outside the top five. Even though even though you were high on Miami, um, I don't even mm -hmm. think higher than most. But, I don't know, the conversations over the last couple of days made me think that you were mm -hmm. high, higher on Miami. I thought that they would uh, crack your top five. But once you got to Bills at three, I'm like, oh, we have the exact same list. Yeah, exactly right. Like it, it yeah. was a predictable ending to say the least. Once I got uh, to that sort of uh, you know storyline change point, I guess. Uh, but Miami six probably somewhere around there, and then there is Same. a massive drop off after that. You know, like Same. we're we're looking at say the Eagles. You know that that loss really hurt them. Like no two ways about it. Like that was significant, and that was sort of the tirade that I took yesterday, saying, "Okay, look, yeah." Bad loss for the Cowboys. No big deal. I understand it. But losing to Drew Locke was that much worse. Drew Locke is now a thing because the Eagles could not game plan for him. That is a really bad sign as far as their chances going forward. And then look, mm -hmm. we didn't have Detroit in our list either. Like, that's also interesting. Right. A team that is destined yeah. to win the division and not get a four seed we still don't think that highly of them. And to me, I think it's rightfully so just because there's an obvious ceiling when it comes to Jared Goff. This defense has a lot of question marks. In fact, they run the football as much as they do. What if they can't do that? What if game script doesn't allow them to do that? That's going to be a significant problem going forward. Never considered the Lions. And at no point did I think they had a chance. Miami, yes. That was mm -hmm. a strong consideration at five. But, sure. you know, I, I wasn't going to bounce KC or Dallas out of the top five. You know, this probably happens a lot. Like, you get to this point in the season. You have so much football that we've watched. We have strong opinions. And you have so much data. It's like, yeah, this, this is clear cut now. Um, it was probably... Mm -hmm. And it wasn't not probably it was definitely a lot tougher to do early on in the season. But, yeah, uh, we're just a few weeks away from the playoffs and uh, the top five, top six in the league is pretty strong. And then the next tier down, like there is that significant gap. Lions are I'm just looking at point difference. Oh, go ahead. Paul. Go ahead, I was Paul. just going to say that Lions or Eagles. Uh... The Lions could run the hell out of the ball on them. That's Where that's like what I first. Thought oh, of. oh, you saying a, a matchup of them two? Yeah, a matchup of those two. Yeah, I mean it could be power rankings or I, I was thinking head to head, but either way, yeah, power rank them too. Neutral. Depends where they're playing, right? Yeah, that's got big be neutral, time, right? Oh, absolutely, it does. A hundred. Because if Goff's outside, I mean, in the playoffs, we've seen nope. that story. Yeah. Yeah, but Goff outside against that secondary, like could could mm -hmm. Goff even do something? Probably. Right. Um. I would, man, it's tough. I'd lean Lions right now. That is I mean, if it's close. in Detroit, they're going to air oh. them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I I have the Eagles ahead of the Lions, uh, significantly so. Uh, if I'm looking at, say, my power ranking numbers, uh, the Eagles, uh, you know, it's a mighty big drop-off after that. But what's funny is uh, the Eagles are seventh to me. The Lions are eighth. 
So in terms of rankings, they're fairly close, but the actual raw numbers, uh, there's a massive drop-off after the Eagles. I mean, at some point, quarterback play has to matter, and we like Jalen Hurts more. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, where to find value in the stat leaders markets right here on the BetQL Network.